to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, the uno, the solo, Mr. Mike, our audio engineer, producer extraordinaire is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up indeed? You look like you're in a good mood today, Mike. I'm glad to see that. We also have our best friend in the whole wide world, Dell, is standing in the corner on standby whenever we need him. Dell, please let the folks at home know you are real. I'm definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much. You do that very well, very consistently every single week. We always appreciate that, Del. You guys might know me from this podcast, Chris to Chris. It is a comedy podcast we do every single Friday. Wow. Every single Friday, except those rare Fridays we don't, in which case we usually give you some kind of heads up. But uh, it's happening. It's been happening. We've been doing it every Friday. This is episode 87 of Chris to Chris. Wow. We've been doing this. 87 episodes, not including the Chris to Chris prequel from uh, 2006 or so. Whew, you guys might also know me from YouTube. Chris vs. the World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. And now, ho, 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 I was able to log back into Twitch. So who knows? Maybe we'll do something with Twitch one of these days. We got a great show for y'all this week. We're going to be talking about uh, The Last of Us Part 2. New iPhone features, the next Batman, soda, or pop if you live in a pop state. We're also going to be answering uh, voicemail and listener questions, a lot more. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. By the way, if you haven't uh, already, you can subscribe to this podcast anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We are there. Uh, there's a link at the top of our website, upandloaded.com. Click it. And by the top of our website, I mean the very top of our website. As soon as you open the website, there's words. I don't even remember what they say. Just click on the words. It'll take you to like Apple Podcasts. If you have a podcasting app, it'll take you to your podcasting app if you're on a phone or a tablet. I don't need to explain technology to you. I think you understand the gist of what I'm saying. Point is, I'd like you to subscribe. I'd like you to subscribe to the show. We want 8 billion people listening to this show. And if you're subscribed, it helps keep track. It helps keep track. Not that we're trying to track you, unless you want to be tracked, in which case, yes, I'm definitely trying to track you. But... We want 8 billion people listening to the show, and we want you to be accounted for. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it. It's been a, it's been a week. It's been, it's been a week. I've got uh, uh, a week-long vacation for my birthday coming up in, like, I want to say two weeks, something like that. So I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, shit, I'm, 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 I'm just done, yo. I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, at uh, the beginning of this week, uh, Apple held their 2020 Worldwide Developer Conference. I think they kicked off on Monday. And, you know, they had this, uh, because of uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, they held this uh, big Nintendo Direct uh, in the beginning of the week on Monday where they showed off, you know, a bunch of stuff. A bunch of new features and, and uh, hardware and things that they want you to buy. And I think they kicked it off with iOS 19 or iOS uh, 14. And uh, they showed off their new uh, Mac OS, which is called Big Sur. Short for Big Surf. I don't know. I'm, I'm an ignorant slob. They also uh, said that Apple Maps doesn't suck anymore. And it might have stopped sucking a long time ago. I don't have an iPhone, so I, I can't keep track of these sort of things. But they said Apple Maps, Apple Maps uh, does not suck anymore. But for me, the, the big news from Apple was that you could now use your iPhone as a car key. It uses uh, like NFC technology, like your credit card or your debit card. So I'm assuming 
that this means, you know, with the right equipment, and by right equipment, I mean the, the wrong equipment, the morally wrong equi uh, equipment, but with the right equipment, you can, uh, you can clone your car key uh, from your pocket or, or clone uh, somebody else's uh, car key from, from their pocket. Someone uh, stole my credit card info a few months back. I think I mentioned that on the show. So if somebody could do that to my credit card, my expired credit card, thank God. But if somebody could do that to me, maybe they could uh, clone a car key. Point is, point is, I'm excited about this feature because I would like to take a rich person's car out for a joyride, right? Makes sense. And I think that I could steal their phone long enough to, to do two things. To... First, to, to like up and load it on their Facebook page. And second, long enough to, you know, steal their car for a while. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, depends on how, how, uh, how uh, long and irresponsible this person is, how attached to their phone they are. So right now, uh, the, the feature is only supported by the uh, 2021 BMW 5 Series. They said, hey, we got this new feature for, for iPhones, and it, you can now use your iPhone as a car. Or a car key. <laughs> they said, just just uh, take your iPhone, stick it next to the door. It unlocks the door. Uh, place it on the charging pad. Boom. Just hit the push to start button on your car. By the way, this only works on the 2021 BMW 5 Series so far. So uh, that at least means there's no chance that you're going to be stealing a piece of shit, right? You're not going to be stealing a clunker because it only works on the BMW 5 Series so far. It is a nice looking car. I will say that. But man, uh, way to put the, I was going to say way to put the horse before the carriage, but I don't think that that expression actually fits here. I'm, I'm, I think they just kind of uh, showed it off a little too soon. I think they should have got more people interested, but you know how this stuff works. They said, oh, by the way, CarPlay now is in 80% of new cars. So maybe uh, Apple is just like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of company. They said, hey, we have this new feature. These other guys don't want to put it in yet. So fuck them. We've got a BMW right here. They're going to do it. They're going to be the ones who get the free commercial. So, uh, yeah, get a BMW 2021 uh, 5 Series. Anyway, I just thought this was uh, pretty exciting news for me to possibly uh, steal or borrow a rich person's car. And, you know, like up and load it on that person's Facebook page. Anyway, let's move on. It's just the tip of the week. So about 10 years ago, I was living on campus at college. Man, I'm feeling old. I could say 10 years ago, I was living on campus at college. Yeah, 10 years ago, I was uh, living on campus. And uh, living in the dorms was pretty cool because I knew my roommates, and I liked them for the most part. And my girlfriend lived on campus too. In retrospect, you know, life was pretty good. Pretty good to the extent where you don't know how good you have it. Even though back then I thought, I don't know if it's going to get much better than this. I feel like it's going to be downhill from here. And here we are. Just kidding. I have, a, I have a beautiful wife, beautiful son. It's great. Life is good. Anyway, like any other uh, college campus, we had a student union with uh, places to eat. That's pretty much what you do at a student union. Some people pretend to study. Whatever. Uh, there's events that are held there. But, you know, it's usually used to eat and just hang out in between classes, especially if you don't live on campus. We had a, a pizza hut there, which was good if you wanted pizza, but you didn't want to leave campus, so you settled on Pizza Hut. I guess this is a, a good time to share my, my thoughts on Pizza Hut. This is as good a time as any, right? Pizza Hut sucks, right? I think we can agree to that, right? Pizza Hut, pizza hut sucks, yeah? I mean, I, I've been to homes 
where Pizza Hut is just their jam. That's like it. Like, hey, I want pizza. You want pizza? I want pizza. Let's get pizza. Pizza Hut! Call Pizza Hut. We got that shit on speed dial, right? They love it. They love it. You know, they love all their gimmick pizzas with the with the curly fries stuffed into the crust and the and the chocolate ice cream garlic sticks. Pizza Hut's always about the about the gimmicks. They've got like a rotating menu. Every every week you go to Pizza Hut, it's new shit on the menu. But the reason that Pizza Hut sucks is that their pizza it, it's kind of bullshit, right? You know, Pizza Hut pizza is it's all bread and grease. It's just grease in a lot of fluffy bread. That's the way I see Pizza Hut pizza. And yeah, that's probably good if you're if you're hungover, right? Greasy food, greasy bread, essentially. Greasy bread and meats is, uh, and salts are good if you're hungover. But it's not good if you want to eat a good piece of pizza. You know, the, the, the cheese and the sauce, those are bullshit too, right? But this week's tip is not about Pizza Hut. It's not about Pizza Hut. Uh, but I just want to make that point. But to be fair to Pizza Hut, as whack as their pizza is, I would still take it over Little Caesar's $5 shitty heartburn box of bullshit any day of the week. Right? Right? Okay. What are we talking about here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Student Union. Student Union. Whew. So they had a Pizza Hut. They had a sandwich joint, a burger joint, a bar. You know, standard stuff in a student union. But they also had vending machines there. And one day, my roommate and I are, are hanging out in our dorm, and somehow we start talking about those vending machines. And I mentioned, hey, you know those vending machines? They carry, they carry squirt. They carry squirt. You guys know squirt, right? It's that, that grapefruit soda that tastes way better than any grapefruit you've ever had. I don't like grapefruit. Whenever I see a grapefruit, I think that I will like that. I think, oh wow, look at that vibrant orange peel, but that that beautiful pink center. That looks good. That looks tasty. But no, no, it's just one big pink and orange ball of disappointment. It's it's such a big fruit, which just makes it so much more disappointment. That's a, that's a big fruit of disappointment. It's more disappointment you have to get through. It's just one bitter, bitter. It's it's a citrus. But it's just bitter and yeah, yeah. It makes it makes a, a good soda though. Anyway, I say, man, I have not had a squirt in years. And when I say years, probably I'm thinking like five, ten years. It's been a long time since I've had a squirt because at that point I hadn't been drinking soda. Period. Which is a you know it's a good habit. Now I pretty much just have soda if I'm mixing it with some, with some kind of liquor, you know, uh, rum and coke, whatever. So I say, maybe we should head down to that vending machine, see what's up, see what's up. And my roommate is like, yo, a squirt does sound really good right now. Let's go, let's go squirt. So we walk our asses down over to that uh, student union vending machine. And I feed the machine my, my buck 50 or whatever it costed, uh, plus or minus inflation at the time. And I pushed the squirt button. It had to think about it. It's like, whoa, this button has not been pushed in a long time. I'm not even sure what I need to do. So, I, you know, I just click, 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 click. I, I jammed it a couple times. It finally gets with the program. You can hear it thinking, processing. It's like, okay, you you want that squirt. You, you've pushed that button enough times. That's what you want. 
I could hear it coming. And what fell down was the filthiest, nastiest can of soda I have ever seen in my life. It's safe to say that this was a red flag. Anyway, my roommate, bless his heart, sees what happens, but he does the same thing. I don't know if he did it out of camaraderie or just stupidity. Like, maybe it'll be different for me. Pushes the button. He gets his own filthy-ass can of squirt. At this point, we are both holding a can of soda that is covered in what I can only describe as soot. The thing that uh, Dick Van Dyke was cleaning in the Mary Poppins movie. You know, he, it, was a, it was like that, that can of squirt came with a, 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 a chimney sweep. It was the kind of thing that Santa Claus would drink on his way down to your tree. So we decide that, you know, we should probably take that, that can of soda, that can of dirt to our dorm to clean it off before we, we crack it open, right? So we get back to our place and we begin to wash our cans. Normally, you know, if I have a can of anything, I'll rinse the top off of it, right? You know, you just, that's what I was taught since I was younger. You know, just rinse the top. Rats pee on these things in the factories, maybe. There is, like, some kind of acceptable level of rat urine that the government allows or the FDA allows. Rat urine and feces that could be in our food. Like, oh, yeah, that's uh, it could be, like, 0.006% rat feces. So I was just taught, you know, rinse the top of your can. Easy peasy, just do it. So uh, this was a little bit more heavy duty, a little bit more intense. Uh, so we got to it. Uh, this was the first time I had ever had to take dish soap to a can of soda. You know, I'm used to just rinsing it. This time I, I busted out the dial, you know. So we scrubbed and 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 we scrubbed. The dirt was caked into every single crevice and crease of this can of squirt. I used uh, paper towels and probably a sponge as well to, to clean this shit up. And the paper towels would turn black. It was nasty. It was nasty. Anyway, we, we finally get these cans to look like they didn't come straight down that chimney. So we crack them open and we take a sip. <sighs> uh, <laughs> we were greeted with... Uh, the amazing, delicious, refreshing taste of flat, expired soda and uh, what I can only describe as calcified motor oil. That's what it was. And, you know, it could have very well been some kind of calcified mo motor oil from the vending machine itself. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. I don't know how a vending machine or a soda in a vending machine gets that dirty. So the first sip was indeed the last sip. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was pissed off. I was pissed. <laughs> you know, what a disappointment. The vending machine pretty much hawked a loogie in our drink right in front of us. They said, here, here's your fucking squirt. And we still gave it a chance. We still said, <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know, we were, we were broke-ass college kids, right? Every dollar counted. Every dollar counted. We pay for that shit. We're, we're going to try it. 
So this week's tip is to cut your losses while you can. You know, if something is screaming to you at the top of its lungs, this is going to suck. Chances are it's going to suck. Oh, man, I have another great story involving that same roommate and a can of uh, energy drink. Oh, Mike, remind me to tell that story in a future episode, but probably not next week because I feel like that's too many episodes in a row where I'm talking about one particular roommate and cans of drink. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. You know, a lot of people like to say that Mother's Day and Father's Day were created by by Hallmark and the other greeting card companies in order to sell more greeting cards. You know, it's a slow period of the year. May, June, what the hell are we going to sell a card for? Got it. Parents. Let's split it up. Shit. No parents' day. Let's split it up. Mother's Day, Father's Day. We'll make money every month. Fourth of July cards right around the corner. <laughs> Who's gotten an Independence Day card before? I bet it I bet it exists. Happy Independence Day, Mom. Anyway, uh my point is, if it wasn't for Hallmark, I would have had to pay for The Last of Us 2 all by myself. So Thank you. I am now a father. I can now stop complaining about Mother's Day and Father's Day and start reaping the benefits. Like The Last of Us 2. And uh, I got some uh, some nice uh, PS4 headphones to experience it in some uh, kind of simulated virtual surround sound, which isn't the same as regular surround sound, which we have. You know, we have surround sound, but we can't use it right now because we got a baby. We got a baby. Gotta be quiet. Man, I can't wait to play that game again one day. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I don't know. Uh, point is, when your baby's like three months old, you don't have much time for video games. And we have the, we have the same problem with, with TV shows as well. Sometimes it'll take us uh, three, four, five, six days just to get through one 30-minute episode of something on Netflix or Hulu. You know, because, because little man, he's not trying to watch TV at the moment. I think it'll get easier as uh, he gets older, though. You know, we're, we're seeing all kinds of changes and developments in him already. You know, three months ago, he was just born. But now he's lifting his head up all on his own. He's uh, he's talking. He's doing cartwheels. He's, uh, you know, we actually looked this up. I, I looked it up uh, a few weeks ago. I said, what, uh, what was the first or the youngest baby to ever speak? I forgot his name. But they said, like, oh, when he was, like, four months old. He told the doctor that he had an ear infection in his left ear. And uh, I want my baby to be that smart, but I don't want him to be that creepy. That's kind of weird. Can you imagine being that doctor? Like, ex- oh, shit. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> did did, uh, did the, the four-month-old just tell me he had an infection in his left ear? I have no idea where we're going with this anymore. Uh, I think we're talking about video games. I think we're talking about video games. Uh, yeah. I think I said, uh, it's going to get easier, right? It'll get easier to, uh, to watch TV as it gets older. Uh, technically, we could watch a lot more TV if we wanted to, though, because if he knows that the TV's on, he will just crank his head right towards that TV so he could watch it quietly, too, until we catch him. But, you know, we're trying to be good parents and not let him watch TV until he gets older. Because it's better for his brain development, apparently. 
And <laughs> I remember Googling this as well, too. And a popular Google search is, uh, can my two-week-old baby watch TV? Like, the parents are already, like, at two weeks, are already giving up. They're like, this kid is crying, but he wants to watch the TV, or she wants to watch the TV. Can I just let them watch the TV? But I guess it's not good for, it's not good for their brain. My, my wife could explain why better. I, I think it has to do with their uh, uh, ability to speak, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. So in the meantime, it just takes a lot longer to watch things. Uh, in other in other news, which I was going to say, uh, in other uh, video game news, but we didn't really talk much about video games there. I'm enjoying The Last of Us 2. I played it on the weekend it came out. I'm about uh, four and a half hours in. And I think the game's like 25 to 30 hours long. So I've got a long ways to go. I think this game is going to take me at least a month to beat. At least. Probably more. But I'm enjoying it. Even though, you know, people say, oh, this game is so depressing. But I realize that those same people that say this uh, game is so depressing also said, oh, the first Last of Us was so depressing. I can't. I can't. Some people just can't hang with the, the depressing games. But I guess I'm, I guess I'm special. I, I like the, the the pressing games. Wow, that should not have been that hard to say. In other news, a little less video gamey, a lot less video gamey, but in other news that might be relevant to you, Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise his role as Batman. Can you fucking believe it? Michael Keaton, the guy who played Batman in Tim Burton's Batman from 1989? 88, 89. 89. From 89 Batman and 1992's Batman Returns. That Michael Keaton is in talks to play Batman. It's 2020 and he's talking about playing Batman again. Wow. Wow. Last time he played Batman, he still had he still had the Beetlejuice makeup on his face. From uh, 1992 with Batman Returns. He's, you could still see it. He had the green hair and the, and the white makeup. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the rumors are that Michael Keaton would play uh, Bruce Wayne in the new Flash movie called... Uh, I'm assuming it's called The Flash. But uh, also possibly, probably Batman. The idea supposedly would be to use him like Sam Jackson as Nick Fury in the Marvel movies, you know? Michael Keaton would be there at the end of every DC movie to explain why, you know, why the shitty movies don't count. I assume that's what he'd be doing. You know, the, the, the DC universe is a huge mess. Let's get into this, okay? DC universe is a huge mess. First of all, Batman v Superman, Dawn of the Justice League. That was Warner Brothers just trying to make an Avengers movie without any of the individual movies before that except for Man of Steel. They said, okay, we did one. That counts. That counts. We did a Man of Steel Superman movie. Uh, that explains every character we're about to do. They didn't want to do any of the any of the hard work. They just wanted to collect a billion dollars right out the gate. They said, oh, Avengers movies make a billion dollars every time. A billion dollars every time. Doesn't that sound great? We can make a billion dollars. Let's just do it. Let's just make an Avengers movie. So uh, that, that didn't do well. And then they sabotaged uh, Suicide Squad, which was like an anti-Avengers movie. So they, they sabotaged Suicide Wow. There is words that are being attempted right there. I, I can guarantee you I'm not just trying to uh, sound like a broken speaking spell. Is that what it's called? Speaking spell? You know what I'm talking about. The, the book for children. 
It's not a book. It's not a book. The toy for children where you crank the little plastic thing. It spins around and says, the cow says, moo. Are you guys following me? Speak and spell. Is that what it is? Speak and spell? I think it is. I don't know. Warner Brothers. Stay with me. Follow me here. Warner Brothers sabotaged Suicide Squad. Granted, I don't think it would have been an amazing movie. After seeing it, you know, there's only so much you could do to save that movie, but it could have been a lot better. Warner Brothers sabotaged it. They 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 let this marketing company recut the movie into this one big giant music video, and that music video, it kind of sucked. Kind of sucked. So now they're rebooting it with James Gunn. And he, you know, he's the guy who did the uh, first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Disney fired him over some Twitter tweets, and then he got rehired. But you know, he's already signed on with Warner Brothers to do uh, the Suicide Squad. So here we are. So James Gunn's doing uh, the soft reboot of Suicide Squad, and Joker isn't going to be in it because James Gunn apparently called Jared Leto a pedophile on Twitter. You know, in so many words. So they don't like each other. You know, you call somebody a pedophile on Twitter and you've got uh, probably hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. uh, You're going to make an enemy that day, at least one. And uh, Will Smith's not going to be in it either. Not because he was called a pedophile by James Gunn, just because uh, he saw Suicide Squad, (laughs) I'm guessing. (laughs) So he's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Speaking of the Joker, you know, since we're on this rant, speaking of the Joker... That was a movie they made last year. You guys remember the Joker, right? Or it's just called Joker. You guys remember Joker. It, it was rated R. It didn't follow the comics at all. But it was still kind of it was still kind of awesome, right? It's still kind of awesome. Yeah, that movie, that movie, DC, that movie made a billion dollars. But you know, it wasn't part of this DC extended universe. It was just supposed to be this this one-off kind of movie that might get a sequel because it made a billion dollars. And then, you know, they followed that up with uh, Birds of Prey uh, early this year. And that was also an R-rated movie, but this was about about ladies. It, it starred uh, Harley Quinn, Black Canary, that, that chick from uh, White Men Can't Jump, and you know, some other chick. I was less impressed with her acting, but I do hope she's a big fan of the show. Oh, she played uh, Huntress, just to make sure she knows that I was insulting her. Um, <laughs> that movie was rated R, right? But it lost a bunch of money. So I'm not sure if Warner Brothers has now been scared away from R-rated movies that are not named Joker. I feel like they, they will be. I feel like they learned the wrong lesson from this. I feel like the lesson they should have learned was, hey, maybe you don't make a movie about Harley Quinn, a girl or a character that's popular with lots of young girls. Maybe don't make that movie rated R, right out the gate at least. Maybe uh, maybe make the uh, Jokers of the world rated R. Maybe make, um, what else? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not a comic book uh, nerd enough to to just spit out all the uh, ultra-violent characters DC has in their roster. But, you know, make that uh, movie rated R. Do that. Do that. I like the R-rated movies, by the way. You know, I'm down for an R-rated Batman movie that isn't called uh, Batman v Superman Director's Cut. I'm down for an, an R-rated Batman movie. You can you can definitely do that. You can there there. I think there's room for a PG-13 Batman uh, world and an R-rated Batman world. Spawn, you know, Spawn was supposed to get an R-rated uh, movie, uh, but that movie's just been kind of uh, trudging along, 
trudging along. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think I'm supposed to keep going here. <laughs> what else were we talking about? We talked about Joker. Oh, uh, how about uh, the Batman? Since we're talking about Batman, uh, the Batman, which is a uh, starring uh, Twilight. You know, uh, Robert Pat- Robert Twilight Pattinson is his uh, uh, legal name. That movie is apparently no longer connected to the DC Extended Universe anymore because it doesn't make sense to have two Bruce Waynes in the same movie. I'm assuming that's why. I'm assuming Michael Keaton is practically a lock, and they're like, you know what? We can't have Michael Keaton being Batman and have Twilight playing Batman at the same time, especially not in the same movie. So separate universes. So now we're back. This is so weird. Now we're back to... The Batman trilogy, Warner Brothers now has their own Batman trilogy. It's not a part of this universe. I, I believe that uh, the reason the DC Extended Universe didn't kick off earlier was because we had the Christopher Nolan movies. The, you know, the, the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight uh, Rises. Those movies, those movies were making money. They were making over a billion dollars, as a matter of fact. And so Warner Brothers was like, okay, this these movies would not fit in. Christopher Nolan is not going to try to... to pigeonhole his movies into some uh, extended universe that we just threw on him at the last second. That brings us back to Michael Keaton. Oh, by the way, I can't ignore that uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman exist as well. Both uh, serviceable, but to be honest, I didn't think those movies were anything amazing. Who knows, though? Maybe the sequels will be will be great. Maybe. I don't know. But back to Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. He would be playing Bruce Wayne Fury. Bruce Wayne, Batman Fury. And, you know, at the end of every movie, he would just show up at the credits and he'd say, I'd like to talk to you about the Avengers of the Justice League Initiative, right? And I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about this. I'm kind of excited about this news. When I read this, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I, I, I had stopped caring about the, uh, the DCEU, the DC Extended Universe. I, I just stopped caring. I was excited when they first announced it. And then as I saw the movies, I gave them chance after chance after chance until Joker came along, which is not part of the universe. I was just like, you know, I'm done. I don't care. I don't care. You guys have just killed any excitement. But now you say, oh, Michael Keaton is going to be Batman again. You know, 60-something pushing 70-year-old Michael Keaton. I don't know how old he is. He's probably about, he's probably in his 60s, right? He's going to be Batman again. I'm excited. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I didn't care about this Flash movie, but now all of a sudden, I care about the Flash movie. I don't know. I don't know. I, I only cared about Joker and the, the Batman Twilight crossover before this. Those are the only DC movie properties I had cared about. But, you know, they got, they got Michael Keaton back after like 30 years, and he doesn't look like dog shit. Sign me up. Sign me up. So yeah, uh, let me uh, let me know what you guys think about Michael Keaton being Batman again in our comment section. You know, it could be on our Twitter at Up and Loaded, our Facebook at Up and Loaded, our website UpandLoaded.com, where this where this podcast is hosted. <clears throat> hey, it looks like we got another voicemail from our uh, our good friend Colos Dolos. Let's see what he has to say. Hello, it is I, Colos Dolos. And I'm calling to you from Corfu, Greece. Michael, I care. I, I, I worry about you. I want you to know that I am a trained doula. And I can help you birth your child. The child that is growing in your womb right now. And I want to help you and take care of the baby. 
and raise it as a dolos. And I just want to know, where are you? Again, I waited at the docks till 3 a.m. and you were not there. So, I would like to know, since you seem to be afraid of the docks, perhaps there is a lonely alleyway or a, a dark corner of the city we can meet at and discuss how I can help you help me and to take care of your child. Again, I am thinking perhaps I was going to say a water birth, but you seem to be afraid of the docks, so any kind of home birth we can take care of. I will be there for you. I will hold your hand. I will place my hand around your neck and lift you up as the child comes forth. I will, I will be there for you. Just let me know what I can do for you, Michael. <clears throat> Thank you, Kolos. Mike? Mike, pay attention. Mike, I'm starting to get mad on behalf of Mr. Kolos Dolos. You have stood this poor guy up week after week after week after week. Every week. Doesn't matter how many times you stood him up. Every week he still comes back and he offers you nothing but support. And especially, you know, in light of the uh, recent events with your womb. Mike, I don't think you deserve Kolos Dolos. How many strangers do you think would be willing to raise your baby for you and meet you in a dark alleyway? Actually, don't answer that. Uh, I think there might be several. My point is, is that you need to stop looking a gift horse in the mouth. You know, reply to Kolos already. I think you should do something next week. I think you should uh, make a statement of some sort. Let's, uh, let's pen that in. Thank you for the message, Kolos. Mike is going to uh, pray on it. You know, he'll get back to you next week. Let's move on to the news. A while back, posted on, uh, I posted on uh, Facebook and possibly Twitter that uh, TV shows in 2021 were going to be devoid of kissing scenes and sex scenes and possibly you know, even close-up fighting scenes because of COVID-19. Turns out, I was right. I know. I don't normally brag about how right it was, but I was right. But it's going to be happening uh, sooner than I thought because I did not take soap operas into account when I wrote that. See, I looked it up, and according to IMDB, the Internet Movie Database, they made 81 episodes of The Young and the Restless just last year in 2019. 81 episodes for one season. You know, uh, soap operas are, are practically a daily thing on weekdays, right? I don't know. But these shows, are they're, they're, they're pretty much made for, for housewives, usually older housewives, that, you know, they just want their daily fix of smut. Not necessarily just sexual smut, but gossip. They just need some kind of gossip. That's why they have, like, uh, soap digest and that sort of shit. At, uh, or I don't know if they still have it, but remember growing up or, or whatever at the, uh, you go to the grocery store, it'd be right there at the, next to the cash register. Like, it, it, they would act like it was real gossip. Like, it was real celebrity gossip. Like, oh, uh, Tommy is getting with uh, 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 Fred's wife. But, you know. Soap operas are struggling right now. COVID is threatening the smut factories, Mike. Dell, COVID doesn't like these, uh, these soap operas. So according to the very reliable New York Post, the CBS soap opera The Bold and the Beautiful is going to be using 
female blow-up dolls to replace real women during sex scenes. I'm going to say that again. They're going to use blow-up dolls for sex scenes in The Bold and the Beautiful. The show's executive producer, Mr. Bradley Bell, he said, When we were reviewing scripts, we started taking out all of the romantic scenes and the scripts just fell flat. We put our heads together trying to figure out a way to make these scenes work without breaking the eight-foot distancing rule. And we brought out a doll we used years ago as a corpse. He said that it looked uh, very convincing and that they're going to be changing the hair and the makeup. So it looks like a different chick every time it's in a sex scene, right? You know? Sounds like an amazing disaster to me, right? You know, <laughs> These sex scenes are now going to focus a lot on the dude. I mean, I assume that they kind of probably did a little bit already just because of the audience. It's like, what? It's got to be like 90% women at least, right? <laughs> but it's... <laughs> He's just going to be panting and moaning and trying his best to look like he's not in a sex scene with a doll. <laughs> he's going to pretend he's not in a sex scene with a doll that his co-star was just pretending to bang 20 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier, an hour earlier, however long it takes. And, you know, soap operas, they move fast. They, they don't have time to f*** around. They, a lot of times, they just have their lines literally being fed to them in their ear through an earpiece. H how many people can memorize a full script every single night? <laughs> can you imagine? What if these guys all get COVID from the same blow-up doll? Right? That sure would be embarrassing. How'd you get COVID? Uh, well, well, I was pretending to bang this doll on TV that my uh, my friend, my my co-star, had just banged, <laughs> and he had COVID. He got it from another co-star, and I got it from these guys. <laughs> they said that uh, you know they, they they might try buying more blow-up dolls if this whole thing works out. Maybe they should just do it anyway. You know, maybe spend the money. Maybe spend the money. They also said that they might try getting the star's real wives to stand in for the sex scenes. They said, oh, this will be more realistic. And we'll cut it in a way so you don't even know it's a different chick. <laughs> I don't know. You might want to start with that one. You might want to start with that one. But then again, you're also assuming that these, these uh, actors have wives that have any interest in, in uh, being in a sex scene on TV. I don't know. I hope they don't do that that plan, though. I hope they, they just stick to the blow-up dolls. You know, even if they're not blow-up dolls, even if they're real dolls, I want them to make it just painfully obvious that the dude is making out with a doll. You know? Because <laughs> you know that actor, that guy, right before every 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 one of them, before that sex scene, they're just going to be like, Shh. they have to get themselves hyped, hyped up and just pretend like, like oh, I got to make this look real. And, that you know, there's being clowned on and joked on you know just they're just thinking about everybody else in the room just watching them <laughs> just watching them mac on this doll <laughs> and the sad thing is is that there's guys that do this and they're not they're not getting paid to do it they're just like oh yeah i really want this doll i really want to have this have you guys seen that documentary about the guys in love with the the, the real dolls you know it's it's no laughing matter it's, it's no laughing <laughs> Anyway, I just thought that was a good piece of news, you know? 
we don't have to talk about Trump this week. We don't have to talk about Biden. I think we got the idea. I think we got the idea. Trump is Trump is probably going to lose, by the way. Uh, I just said we don't have to talk about it here. I'm talking about it. But Trump is probably going to lose, at least if uh, he were to run today. Polls are saying this dude is sinking. But that's for another day. Today is about the dolls, the blow-up dolls and soap operas. Hope you guys uh, like that piece of news. Oh, hey, we got another voicemail here. This one is from Ken. Come on, Carly, say something. No, I don't want to talk. I can't even call the Dominus the guy. Come on, just say something. Like, oh, no. It's Ask first Catherine. podcast. Ask Catherine. Catherine, come on. It's first podcast. No, I'm, I'm cutting vegetables. Say something cool. Come on, Dave, say something first podcast. First podcast. What up, dog? First of all, thank you very much for the message, everyone. I could tell that this is something that's been heavy on your mind for a while now. And it actually gives me an idea. The next time someone you know is in the middle of doing something, you know, like watching TV or uh, changing the baby or chopping vegetables, it might be a good time to have them leave us a voicemail on this show, Chris to Chris, you know? You see them doing something, you just call up that number, 909 gun dope wait for the wait for the beep and then you just say hey say something on the podcast i love it i really like this voicemail you know so i think uh if, if you if you find somebody doing something uh thrust greatness upon them you know the, the the guy in that picture in uh tiananmen square in china you know he didn't plan to stand in front of a tank that day he was going shopping he had shopping bags in his hand but that guy ended up making history. I also think he was probably killed by uh, the Chinese government. But uh, other than that, I think he made history. I, I think. I say that like I'm freaking Peggy Hill rewriting things or act or just saying the obvious like it's my... I'm saying my opinion like it's fact. Or I'm saying a fact like it's my opinion. Can't speak today. My point is, <laughs> thrust greatness upon your friends and families. Tell them, hey, be on a podcast. Say something important. <laughs> Nothing makes people feel more comfortable and at ease than <laughs> thrusting greatness. But I do appreciate it. I thought this was a wonderful voicemail. It was raw. It was real. I could, I could hear the vegetables being cut. I could feel it. I could feel the Domino's guy not wanting to be called. So we would love to hear from your, from your, your friends and your loved ones just seconds after you tell them that they're going to be on the podcast. Now, to make that happen, of course, uh, as I mentioned, please just leave us a voicemail at 909-486-3673. I think it's 3673. I wrote that down wrong. Um, point is, just use 909-GUN-DOPE because I, I apparently can't remember my own phone number by, by number 909-GUN-DOPE. It is a real voicemail. You will hear my voice right in the beginning so you know it's legit, Okay. The uh, legal aspect, uh, my lawyer Mike here makes me say, is that uh, if you leave us a voicemail, we're probably going to play it. You know, you can leave us a question, comment, uh, a criticism, high praise, whatever it is. We're probably going to play it. We're not at 8 billion listeners yet. Once we get to 8 billion listeners, we're going to start being a little bit more discerning about what does and doesn't make the air. That said, right now, it's all Old West. We're, we're all having fun here. Okay, so leave us a voicemail. On that note, hey, Dell, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you very much, Adele. We have some wonderful listener questions this week. Our first question comes from Ken. Ken asks, what movie do you wish would be made starring the Elder Wayans brothers? Okay. 
I had to look this up because, you know, Sean and Marlon Wayans, you know, from the scary movie movies and uh, White Chicks and uh, uh, the Wayans Brothers show. <laughs> They're the youngest Wayans Brothers. But, you know, you hear the Wayans Brothers, many people automatically think Sean and Marlon Wayans. But the oldest Wayans Brothers is not even an actor. His name is Dwayne Wayans. And he's a composer for TV shows and movies. It says he's also a writer, but I don't know what he's written uh, recently, within the last, I don't know, decade. And the next oldest Wayne's brother is Mr. Keenan Ivory Wayne's. He does some acting, but he, he seems to be more into the writing and directing portion. And then there's Damon Wayne's. This man has not aged a day since 1994. You know, he was in My Wife and Kids. I'm going to get you sucker in living color and about a million other things, right? Damon Wayans. But most importantly, Damon Wayans was blank man. I have seen blank man on TV exactly 96 times. I barely remember any of blank man. I just remember it was an awesome movie. If you were a young boy growing up in the nineties, you know, it's just about some regular dude. Some it was like it was it was kind of like Home Alone meets a superhero movie. You know, some regular dude becomes a superhero, makes all kinds of weapons and gadgets all by himself. It was just it was superhero porn for a child. It's everything I wanted out of life. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Blank Man has it figured out. So I watched that movie 96 times. So my eldest Wayne's Brothers movie would star Dwayne, Keenan, and Damon. In Blank Man 2, I'm getting too old for this shit. That's my movie. You know, every time every time uh, somebody talks to Dwayne, they'll mention, like, oh, you're a terrible actor. I'm like, I know. I don't know what I'm doing in this. I have no interest in being in this movie. This is my first acting gig. Thank you for the question, Ken. That, that really brought something out of me. <laughs> Our next question comes from Mr. Roosevelt. Roosevelt asks, oh, this is a good one. He says, You've left your home state with your family for professional pursuits in another state slash country. Your parents and your in-laws are visiting for the holidays. They are arriving at the same airport at the same time, and you are tasked with retrieving them. You pick them up, and everyone piles into your car. Your father-in-law insists you put on some music. You fumble around with your phone, and you put on the last song you were listening to. Question, what is the worst possible song to come on at this moment? First of all, this is an excellent question, Roosevelt. I really like this question. I really like this question. I can think of some extremely raunchy songs that are not actually in my catalog. You know, just off the top of my head, I know of some raunchy songs. Like, uh, put it in your mouth, smell your my neck, my back. You know, we don't normally censor any of those words, but in honor of Grandparents' Day, which I assume is today. I don't know. Did you guys have Grandparents' Day at your school? I assume Grandparents' Day is today in uh, June, where late June when most schools are out. Uh, <laughs> but in honor of Grandparents' Day, we will be censoring the word mouth today. And, you know, there's a lot of songs that are a lot dirtier than those. But uh, the worst song that I can think of that is in my catalog, there, you know, there's, there's plenty. I'm not going to lie. There's plenty. But 
if cockiness by uh, by Rihanna started playing in this situation, if uh, cockiness started playing, I might just have to start like hitting my phone as if I had no idea how it got on there. Like it was like bad reception. You think they'd buy it? You know, they're old. They're old boomers. They, they might buy it, right? But if cockiness started playing, I might, I might start hitting my phone. Or maybe, you know, I just toss the keys to the old people. I just like not even pretend like I, I, can, I can fake it. Just toss the keys to my, my dad or my father-in-law, mother-in-law, my mom. Just say, hey, you're driving. And, you know, just start walking, walking home towards my own home. Then again, then again, if uh, Angelic Boy by R.A. the Rugged Man came on, I might have the same reaction. You know, that song is not sexual in the slightest. It's just depressing as hell. It's, it's violent as hell. It's very visceral in, in the verbiage. It's a, I don't even want to describe it. It's about a, it's about a shooter, essentially. Teenage shooter. It's, a, it's, not, a, it's not a fun song. It's depressing. It's the last of us, too, of, uh, of music. But it's good. It's a good song. But, you know, if that song started playing, I, I might be in the same same spot. But the thing about Cockiness by Rihanna is that it starts off right out the gate. You're just guilty right away. Right away. First line. You're done. You're done. <laughs> so you got to be paying attention. You've got to be paying attention. You've got to be looking at the little screen on your, on your, on your car, on your BMW, 20, your 2021 BMW 5 Series. Thanks for the question, Ken. Uh, Yilly asks... Who do you think will be the best at Pokemon of Legends? What is it called? Pokemon Unite something? I don't know. It's Pokemon League of Legends. Uh, that's the game Nintendo just announced on, I want to say, Wednesday. And uh, it's probably going to be somebody that doesn't even play Pokemon games. You know, it'll be a League of Legends player because apparently these games are pretty much the same game. Like, point for point. It's a MOBA. It's a MOBA. You know, the, the, the trailer got ratioed hard. It, it had a bunch of dislikes, and I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's being made by a small indie company called uh, Tencent. If you uh, don't know them, don't look them up, because I don't want you to, to give me rude comments about how wrong I am. But uh, they, they, they're a conglomerate, conglomo, if you will. Uh, Mr. Big Head runs the uh, division that is making... Uh, Pokemon League of Legends. I think I'm getting a little into the, into the ugh, weeds. Let's pull these weeds. Let's uh, round up, if you will. I think I'm losing you. Wow, we are going on a long time this week. <laughs> I saw somebody comment on the trailer. Uh, they said that this probably would have gone over a lot better if they just announced it with Pokemon Snap 2, which they announced last week. They said, hey, if you just had bundled this together because you announced some mobile Pokemon games, if you had uh, announced uh, Pokemon League of Legends at the same time as Pokemon Snap, most people probably wouldn't have cared. They're like, oh, okay, another cash-in. Another cash-in. Because, yeah, this is obviously a cash-in, right? MOBAs make a bunch of money. Tencent loves MOBAs. Tencent's going to make a Pokemon MOBA. I don't know. I, I think the game looks kind of interesting just from a gameplay uh, standpoint. Like, I... I I've never gotten into a MOBA game. They're, most of them are free to play, I think. But I've never gotten into them. Uh, but when you throw a Pokemon skin on it, all of a sudden, you, oh, there's Charizard in it? Pikachu's in it? Jigglypuff's in it? Shit. I'm in it. I'm going to play this. But uh, I don't know. It, it's a cash grab. But I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's free to start, as Nintendo likes to say. But, you know, I, I guess I could see how uh, some hardcore Pokemon fans would be disappointed. 
but at this point, Nintendo like Pokemon is so big and there's such a hardcore base that unless you say right out the gate, like unless you like I said, unless you just throw this trailer in with a bunch of other trailers for other games, you're probably going to get downvoted to hell and back. Because at this point, I think they just have to say, "Hey, we're going to announce a new mainline Pokemon game tomorrow or next week or whatever. Otherwise, anything they show is just going to get trashed. Pokemon fans want what they want. I say this as somebody who used to be a very hardcore Pokemon fan in the 90s, by the way. It was, it was a real time to be alive. Thank you for the question, uh, Yilly. Uh, Ken asks, why was the queen wearing a green dress? Please answer this without mentioning the color green. Okay, I think I could do this going forward. First of all, Ken is referring to our post that was asking for questions this week. You know, every week we ask for questions, and uh, we use the Queen of England in a picture this week. And uh, just in case you're wondering, she is still very old. And in the picture, she is wearing a dress that is the color, it's, it's a mix between yellow and blue. And Ken... The reason she is wearing that color is because it is the color of money. She was wearing it to celebrate the debut of the Netflix show called Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, which apparently, I haven't seen it yet, but apparently her son is a big star in that movie <laughs> or, or documentary series. I do need to watch that. I heard it's a barrel of laughs. Uh, Yilly asks, in your opinion, GTX or RTX? I'm going to make this really simple, Yuli. Uh, GTX cards are not as good as RTX cards. I say this as somebody that owns a GTX card. And I know this uh, pretty much just from a basic-ass Google search because I am a very basic-ass when it comes to uh, any anything in this, in this realm of discussion. You know, I, I own something decent, but I don't, uh, I don't go the extra mile. And by extra mile, I mean I don't, uh, I don't have the mental budget for this sort of thing. Not just with my own mental space on how much, uh, how much brain space I'm willing to allot to this topic. It's more of, hey, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be spending five hundred dollars on a graphics card, so I'm not going to torture myself with the idea of even learning too much about it. But from what I understand from that very basic-ass Google search is the RTX is not only better, but it's also more affordable. If I'm wrong, uh, blame Google, not me. Hey, thank you very much for that question, Yelly. Ken asks, would you be excited to see a sequel to Pretty Woman? What about a prequel? Ken, both of these movie ideas sound very interesting to me, so I, I want both of them. I, I barely remember Pretty Woman, so I'm probably going to get a lot of this wrong, but... I want the sequel to be completely about Jason Alexander's character from the first movie. That was George Costanza in Seinfeld, in case you're, you're not following me. I want it to be all about Jason Alexander's character. I want it to be a thriller. You know, somebody got murdered. He's involved. He's either uh, being blamed for it. Like, I think it's Keenan Ivory Wayans, bringing it full circle, in Wanted. Man, I, that was another movie I saw way too many times. And, and I might be getting it wrong, but I think so. You know, uh, Mike, I want you to maybe IMDB that, but I want it to be a thriller. That's my point. A Pretty Woman sequel thriller starring Jason Alexander, but I also don't want it to acknowledge the first movie at all. At all. You know, there could be like a picture a picture frame that has uh, uh, Julia Roberts 
and uh, Richard Gere in there, and he'll just like look at it for a second, and be like, "Yeah, I remember them." <sighs> but even though it's not connected, I want it to still be called Pretty Woman Two. Pretty Woman Two: Back in the Habit. There's your title. I also want that prequel. Like I said, I also want the prequel. That would be called Pretty Woman Begins or Pretty Woman Origins. But I also needed to have all of the original cast playing their exact same roles. Just like, uh, what was it? The Netflix show uh, starring uh, the Parks and Rec girl, Leslie Nope. That's her, her real name in real life, Leslie Nope, and uh, all of the other people. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Point is... Pretty Woman Begins needs to star Julia Roberts and Richard Gere, okay? Playing the, playing themselves, playing much younger versions of themselves. But I also don't want them to use any de-aging, deep-fake tech technology at all, okay? I think Captain Marvel's visual effects are going to age like dog shit. Uh, if you guys don't remember, uh, Captain Marvel had uh, Samuel L. Jackson being aged back like 20 years. So, yeah, I, I just think 20, 30 years, actually, I don't know. Long time. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Captain Marvel... <laughs> Am I supposed to be talking about Captain Marvel? I don't know. Point is, I want a Pretty Woman prequel. No deep fake technology. Ken also asks, in the same vein, he says, Do you think Richard Gere is due to make a comeback? Yes, I do. Specifically for Pretty Woman Begins. But I also think there's going to be a sequel to that, that gerbil movie for kids. And I think he could star in that. I actually heard that Sylvester Stallone started that rumor about Richard Gere and his affinity for gerbils, but uh, Stallone said it wasn't him. <laughs> I don't know. Where are we going with this? But yeah, I don't know. Uh, bring Richard Gere back. Why not? He, de he deserves a comeback, especially in our uh, Pretty Woman Origins movie. Let's move on. Uh, Yuli asks, how many masks should I wear on my face in order to not catch the stupid bug? That's a good question, Yelly. Uh, there's a lot of people with the stupid bug that are wearing zero masks at all times. But that's probably the easiest way to go if you want to catch the bug, right? Just wear no mask, period. Or you can wear a hockey goalie mask. That seems pretty ineffective as well. So I think you'll catch the bug pretty quick that way. But if you wore two hockey goalie masks, you could raise your chances of survival by six. So every ho every uh, every extra hockey goalie mask you wear ups your survival by six points. So if you wore twelve hockey masks, you could uh, you could have seventy two survival points if my fourth grade arithmetic is correct. I think that's a uh, pretty good odds. Seventy two points. Hope that clears things up for you. Thanks for the question, Yelly. Uh, Ken asks, "Do you think Devin thinks about me when listening to the podcast?" Ken, yes, I do, especially when you're asking a question that calls him out by name. Thank you for that question. Uh, Devin, I hope you enjoyed that question as well. Ken asks, how many comic book movies has Michael Keaton been in? Well, let's see. Uh, he, he was in uh, two Batman movies. He was in two Spider-Man movies. And he's going to be in one Morbius movie next year and about 900 upcoming DC movies. So that brings our, our total... Michael Keaton comic book movie count to 905 movies. Thank you very much for that question. As always, if you guys would like to ask us a question, you can do so on our Facebook and Twitter. We're at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E -D. I'll say it again for the slow people, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E -D. Let's wrap this show up with some poll results. Last week, I, we asked on our Twitter, we said, uh, what is the best boxed wine? 
Uh, 25% of you said Ocean Spray 21 plus. 25% of you said Welch's After Dark. And 50% of you said High C Triple X. All good choices, uh, but I gotta agree with the, the High C Triple X. I think uh, I think that's a that's a good one. It makes uh, it brings a whole new whole new meaning to uh, Slimer. Whew. This week's poll asks, who was the best Batman on film? We'll say that. Who was the best Batman on film? Don't forget to subscribe to this show and follow us on Up and Loaded at our social media accounts. In addition to uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook, we are also on Instant Graham Cracker at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Again, uh, feel free to uh, follow this show. Give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever the hell. And uh, follow the show for your mom or your dad when they... Uh, when they walk out of the room and they leave their phone or tablet unattended. Uh, you know, I'm not officially endorsing that. For legal reasons, I have to say that. But anyway, you guys have been a wonderful audience. I've really enjoyed our time together this week. This has been episode 87 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend. Or else. <laughs> <laughs>